Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today on The Shalene Show. I'm Shalene Johnson, and today we are talking about making a major transition. A transition in your work, your career, the thing that you do that gives you joy and hopefully pays the bills. Well, congratulations, because change is a pretty cool thing, and you should be proud of yourself for having made this decision. A lot of people struggle with it. And maybe you're actually kind of still struggling with it, which is one of the reasons why you've searched for this topic. Either way, you're at this crossroads, this juncture where you know change is inevitable. And it's exciting and it's a little nerve wracking, but you know it's time. Whether it's because you've been furloughed or you've moved or you've been laid off. Maybe you just know it's time to enter the job market and you've been home for a long time. There's a big gap in your resume. Maybe you retired. And now you're thinking to yourself, I wanna try something new. Maybe your industry has been hit hard by the lockdown, or maybe you just really don't love your job and you know that it's time for you to start your own thing or maybe to look for something else. Whatever the reason, in today's episode, I'm gonna help you understand some things you wanna think about so that number one, you feel much more confident about this decision, and number two, you do it the right way. Let's start with your first step, which is committing to the decision to make the transition. All right, so that's the first thing you have to do. Next, we'll figure out whether that needs to be a slow transition where you're kind of staying in your current job or your current business and starting to do the other thing on the side or whether you need to make a clean break. Either way, the first step is to make the decision that you're doing this, that you're making this transition, whether it's cold turkey or a slow transition, that's yet to be determined. But your first decision is in fact to decide, yes, I am doing this. Not I'm kind of doing this, maybe I should do this. Like you need to make a decision that you need to do it. And I think nine times out of 10, we know we need to do that. In fact, 10 out of 10 times, we know we need to do it, but we can get in our own heads and talk ourselves out of it. We can say things to ourselves like, well, I've spent so much time here, I'm so invested, Maybe you've spent a lot of time in terms of your education and the amount of experience that's required to climb to the position where you are currently in your career. Maybe you're a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or fill in the blank that's taken years for you to get the schooling, to get the credibility, to gain the experience, but you just hate it. That's okay. I mean, you can't live your life inauthentically, doing something that you don't love or doing something that you kind of love, but you're missing the opportunity to do that thing that you just keep dreaming about or to wonder if there's something else out there. It is time to make the decision to transition. Now, if you're currently working full-time, count your lucky stars above, right? I mean, there are so many people right now who are out of work, but don't let that deter you from finding something that's a better fit. I mean, just because there's a lot of people out of work right now and you have work doesn't mean that you should stay doing something that you don't love or something that doesn't fit you. So let's talk about if that's in fact your situation. You have a job right now, you're gainfully employed, but you just aren't sure if this is the right thing. Now, if it's a horrible job, you absolutely hate all the people that you work with. It's not just that you hate what you do, but you hate everybody that you work with. That's a different story. In which case I would say, first ask yourself if you are the common denominator. 
I find that people who are really unhappy in the workplace are always really unhappy in the workplace and they constantly leave jobs because, quote, the place was toxic. And I can always spot these people when I interview them because they get into it. They can't help but let those details leak out when they're in the middle of an interview and they tell you, you know, what the problem was with this job and with this job. And it's always the people. And I always think to myself, hmm, I'm seeing a common denominator. So that doesn't mean to hide it. That means you've got to figure out like what is going on with you that you allow that to happen every place where you go. I personally find that usually the person who thinks the workforce or the workplace is toxic is usually the toxic one. I mean, not always, there's always exceptions. But nine times out of 10, it's like, it's that person that kind of starts spoiling the other apples in the bunch. All right, so if in fact you cannot work where you work anymore because of the people you work with, all right, you just have got to make a decision right now to start looking for something else. But the title of this episode was Making a Major Career Transition. So I'm hoping that the reason why you're listening is because you want to do something completely different. But one of the best ways to figure out if you should be doing something completely different while you're gainfully employed is by experimenting with doing something completely different at your current job. I mean, speaking as an employer, I can tell you there's nothing cooler than when a team member comes to me and says, you know, I'm good at what I do. I like it. I enjoy it. Never say you hate it unless you want to like lose your job. Because if I find out someone on my team absolutely hates what they're doing, I need to replace them. I'm not going to just shift them into another role necessarily. I need to replace them. If you don't love what you're doing, that affects everybody and it really affects the work. So ideally, you would simply go to your boss and say, I love what I do. And I'm wondering if this other interest that I have might be in alignment with other opportunities here within the company. Now, if someone on my team comes to me and says, hey, currently I'm doing fill in the blank and I love it, but I also see that there's a need that we could improve in this area or that we might have a need for someone to do additional copy work or design work or whatever it is that you're interested in and have a dialogue about the opportunities that may exist in your company. Now, when I say opportunities, if you don't have the specific experience that you need, the know-how, not only the experience, but the knowledge that's required for that thing that you're interested in doing, well, then you've got to make a proposal to your boss or to whoever it is that's managing you that you want to do that learning on your own. But by showing that you're interested and that you want to expand your skills and you want to give it a shot. Now you've got somebody who's in your corner who knows, okay, we need to hire someone to do, let's say, copywriting or our social media management. And we've got someone on the team who already knows the organization, who already is very familiar with our brand message and the culture, et cetera. It is so expensive to bring on a new teammate. So if you've already got someone on your team who's killing it, who's got a great reputation, who's interested in learning or transitioning into another role, I'm happy to transition someone into another role if, in fact, they have that experience. And here's the rub. It's up to you to get that experience. Myself as the employer, I shouldn't have to pay for nor keep you accountable for it to be your job. I shouldn't be paying you to get that education. That's up to you. So if that's something you're interested in, I can't even tell you how smart I think it is to 
get yourself a degree, not really a degree, but like educate yourself in your off hours when you're not working in the evenings. You already have a job and then you can start dabbling in it and see if this is something that you really enjoy and keep your employer apprised of all the work that you're doing. Let them see how you're learning about this particular new area all the while making certain that, you know, the new skills that you're acquiring are in alignment with what the company needs. Now, if in fact, you learn so much about, again, let's just say copywriting, and you love it, and this is really what you want to do, but the company that you work for at the moment doesn't need someone full-time or even part-time to do that thing that you're interested in, well, in the meantime, what you've done is you've gained the experience and the knowledge and the know-how while also being gamefully employed. So I need to give you a little bit of motherly or big sister advice and tell you, do not quit a job that you need until you have something else lined up because it changes everything. Your energy changes, your mojo changes, your karma changes, like everything changes when you do not have a job. It's crazy. When you have a job, people are offering you jobs. There's lots of opportunities. The moment you quit, I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you this from experience, ladies and gentlemen. When you quit a job, you put yourself in a cloud, just tends to follow you around. It's the weirdest thing. And I too know that when I'm interviewing people and I know that they were gamefully employed and they quit their job because they didn't love it, I always think to myself, this is someone who doesn't make good decisions. This is someone who acts on emotion. And I mean, unless there was something pretty bad happening at the place where they were working, it makes me question their decision-making. Today, we are sponsored by Third Love Bras. You guys know that I love my Third Love Bras. I love them because it makes sense. They offer 80 different sizes. That means even half cup sizes. I don't know why it took us so long to figure out that we need half cup sizes. And it's very easy to find your size. You just take a Fit Finder quiz, answer a few questions, And believe it or not, just by answering those questions, you'll find your perfect fit in less than 60 seconds. Over 15 million women have done so before you. So you know you're in good hands. They're super comfortable. They just fit the right way. And they stand behind that promise. So if you don't love the way your bra fits, you can send it back. And it's really cool because Third Love donates those bras that maybe didn't fit just quite right. And so far, they've donated over $20 million in bras. That's insane. I love my third love bra and they know that you're going to find one too. They know you're going to find the bra that fits you perfectly. So right now they are giving listeners of The Shaleen Show 10% off your first order. Just go to thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen now and take a little quiz and you will find your perfect fitting bra in less than 60 seconds and receive 10% off. That's thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen for 10% off. I have quite a few Third Love bras, so it's hard for me to tell you which one is my favorite. It's pretty much the only bra that I wear, unless it's a fitness bra that I'm wearing. And half the time, I wear my Third Love bras to work out in because they're so freaking comfortable. But my favorite, I would have to say, the one I'm living in at the moment, is the classic t-shirt bra. I have it in black. I have it in nude. You'll love it. All right. Remember, thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen. Once you've made the decision to transition from your job or the current business that you're running, Now what you need to do is swap your perspective. You need to stop thinking to yourself that this is scary. And you need to tell yourself this is exciting, right? Because scary and exciting are kind of the same thing, the same emotion. But you're going to behave very differently 
if you're telling yourself, I'm scared versus I'm excited. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so out of my league. I'm going to be so out of my element. I have no clue what I'm doing. Nope. Drop that and say, this is going to be so fresh and so new that it's going to be very motivating. Like it's really going to be exciting for me. The other mindset that you need to adopt is to know it's possible. It's not that big of a deal. People who aren't nearly as intelligent, as smart, or as capable of you have been able to do this. So why not you? Don't doubt yourself. And you know what? It might not be the right choice, but that's okay. It's not going to kill you. You got one life to live. Start living it. The moment you make this decision to change jobs, change careers, change businesses, you at that moment need to immediately, even before you know the D-date, before the date at which you're telling your boss it's your last day or the date at which you close the doors of your business, you need to start rewiring your connections towards the thing that you're moving in that direction. So let's say that you were in, you know, you, you owned a small boutique fitness studio and you taught Pilates classes. So all you knew were local people in the fitness community. And now like that business is done and you don't see any real opportunity there coming back from COVID and you, you know, you weren't loving it anyways. And so this is your opportunity. Now you want to go back and make use of your real estate license. All right. Well, now you've got to immediately rewire your connections. That means you need to slowly start unplugging from the connections that you will soon be dimming and you need to start plugging back into old influences. Start following a whole new group of people in social media. Reconnect with old connections. Listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, go to your LinkedIn, start connecting with a new type of influence. Because if you're making this transition, you need to make this transition. It's not just something that you put on a business card. You need to start surrounding yourself with this type of energy, with these kinds of people, because let's face it, connections are the thing that's going to elevate your career, that's going to make this transition that much smoother. It's those opportunities where people already know you and they're going to give you a leg up and introduce you to other people. So start rewiring your connections immediately. Next, go get your self-taught MBA or or your self-taught degree, if you will. Like when you're transitioning to another line of work or another business, you need to know that like nobody owes you anything. I mean, don't waste any time watching TV doing dumb social media scrolling. Like it is your job. It is your responsibility to figure out everything you freaking need to know. And the good news is you don't have to go back to the university to figure this stuff out. You need to read every book on the subject. You need to watch every YouTube video on the subject. You need to enroll in a course where they teach you this. Think of this as your new full-time job in addition to the job that you already have. So yeah, you've made the decision to transition. And if you really want to be successful, you've got to spend every waking moment and make this your job. Make learning everything you need to know about the direction where you're headed, make that your full-time job. There are online courses where you can do this. There are programs you can do like Udemy, and there's free videos on YouTube. There are mentors who you can hire. Make this your responsibility. My last two tips for you are this. Number one, you have got to put together in writing a transition plan, all right? Now, again, if your transition plan is that you want to have a date by which you quit your job, 
Well, then you need to sit down with pen and paper and look at everything that's currently your responsibility at work and who that might be delegated to and what passwords people need and where certain projects are. What are the next milestones? What do people need to know? Like imagine that tomorrow you were to be hit by a bus and people were to like receive your Google Doc with your transition plan of who needs to take over what. Do you understand how incredibly valuable that is? I can tell you as an employer that I've had many people do this. And I've also had people just leave and throw a fit and not give passwords and just be a pill. And let me tell you, those people who leave with a transition plan and a good attitude, I'll do anything for them. And they often come back and work for us. And I try to find them other opportunities and we're still great friends. And when people leave, you know, like a jerk, really, and now someone's going to call and ask for a job recommendation from us, it's not the good move, dude. That's not cool. Don't do that. And I know you think, I'll show them. No, you won't. (laughs) That doesn't affect your past employer at all. It's only going to negatively impact you. So don't be an asshole. Put together a transition plan. And let me tell you, when you show this to your current employer, they're going to be like, please don't go. Do you need a raise? Literally, it's going to make things so much easier. It's going to make things a lot easier for you. One of the reasons why we often don't want to talk to our current employers about these decisions is because we feel like we're going to leave them in the lurch. Well, you are if you don't have a transition plan, but you also need a transition plan even if it's your business that you know it's soon going to be time to walk away from. Put together a transition plan. What do your final days and final months look like? What assets do you have you can sell off? How do you handle the, maybe the employees that work for you? You know, you're not obligated to take care of other people to your detriment, but you are obligated to do the right thing and put together a transition plan. And my last and final tip for you is don't allow resentment to grow. When we stay in a job, a business, a career, heck for that matter, a marriage that we no longer love and we're staying there because we feel like we have to, we're forced to, we tend to begin to build resentment. And resentment is the ugliest emotion. It turns us into people that we're not. We don't show up the way we normally would. We slip into the short timer's attitude and it's reflected in the way we interact with people and it becomes a reflection of our work and it becomes a reflection of who we are. And it's not an accurate reflection. If you've ever gotten to a place with something, with anything, with another person even, where you're so sick of it that now resentment has built up, there's no coming back. And when you start to act that way, you hurt people. So don't allow yourself to slip into that mode because you're afraid to make this decision and to make the planned transition. Don't allow something that you once loved and you were so good at to turn into something that you hate and you resent and which tarnishes your reputation and makes people think differently of you than what they really should. So take action early. Make sure you have a plan in place and never burn those bridges because I promise you all industries are very small and the way that you leave is such a reflection on your future. I promise you. It is crazy how oftentimes other industries, other opportunities are going to come your way just because you did the right thing. 
but do the right thing. Make the decision. The only reason why you're at this point in the episode is because you want to make a transition. So let's do it and do it the right way. You got this. It's not going to kill you. It's probably one of the best things that's ever going to happen. And I'm pretty excited. I hope you're excited about it. Listen, I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.